हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन ब्लॉक फाइव क्वांटिटेटिव मेथड्स यूनिट फिफ्टीन सैंपलिंग मेथड्स एंड एस्टीमेशन ऑफ सैंपल साइज अ सैंपल इज अ सबसेट ऑफ द पॉपुलेशन दैट रिप्रेजेंट्स द एंटायर ग्रुप व्हेन द पॉपुलेशन और यूनिवर्स is too large for the researcher to survey all its members because of its cost the number of personnel to be employed or the time constraint a small careful chosen sample is extracted to represent the whole the sample as drawn is expected to reflect the characteristics of the population a well selected sample may provide superior results for example in a research where well trained interviewers are required it may be possible to get a few trained interviewers to collect a sample rather than to get many trained interviewers to investigate the entire population the trained interviewers may gather better quality information than non trained or less trained interviewers by contrast if the population is sufficiently small the entire population should be studied when data are gathered on each and every member of the population the study is known as census study the researcher is expected to clearly define the target population a population may be defined as an aggregate of individual processing a common trait or traits there are two important factors first that a population is a complete group about which knowledge is sought and second each and every individual has some certain specified attribute or attributes now let us move to the next point classification of sampling method sampling methods are classified into probability or non probability if the purpose of research is to draw conclusions or make predictions affecting the population as a whole as most researcher usually is then one must use probability sampling but if one is only interested in in exploring how a small group perhaps even a representative group is doing for purposes of the illustration or explanation then one may use non probability sampling let us first discuss probability sampling in probability samples each member of the population has a known non zero probability of being selected the key point behind all probabilistic sampling approaches is random selection the advantage of probability sampling is that sampling error can be calculated which is the degree to which 
a simple might differ from the population. Probability methods include random sampling, systematic sampling and stratified sampling. We shall discuss each of them. The first one is random sampling. Random sampling is the purest form of probability sampling. Each member of the population has an equal and known chance of being selected. The prerequisite for a random sampling is that each and every item of the universe has to be identified. Random selection is effective in a clearly defined population that is relatively small and self-contained. When the population is large, it is often difficult or impossible to identify its each and every member. So, the assemblage of available subjects becomes biased. One obtains a list of all residents or voters list or telephone directory and then selects a sample using a sequence of numbers from a random number table. Random numbers can also be created in numerous computer softwares. Now let us move to the next point, systematic sampling. Systematic sampling is also called an N-name selection technique. After the required sample size has been calculated, every nth record is selected from a list of population members. As long as the list does not contain any hidden order, this sampling method is as good as random sampling method. Its only advantage over the random sampling technique is simplicity. Systematic sampling is frequently used to select a specified number of records from a computer file. The next one is stratified sampling. Stratified sampling is a common used probability method that is superior to random sampling because it reduces the sampling error. A stratum is a subset of the population that shares at least one common characteristic. Examples of strata might be males and females or managers and non-managers. The researchers first identifies the relevant strata and their actual representation in the population. Random sampling is then used to select a sufficient number of subjects from each stratum. Sufficient reference to a sample size large enough for the researcher to be reasonably confident that the stratum represents the population. Stratified sampling is most successful when the within variance of each stratum is less than the overall variance of the population. When the strata in the population are of unequal size or have unequal incident and 
when sampling is cheaper in strata. Now, let us move to the next point cluster random sampling. Cluster random sampling is useful when population is dispersed across a wide geographical region. This method allows one to divide the population into clusters and then select the clusters at random. Thereafter, one can either study all the members of the selected clusters or again take random, simple or systematic. Samples of these sampled clusters, if the later system is followed, it is called multi-stage sampling. This method for example, could be effective to study a tribal population or a community that is dispersed. The villages could be used as clusters and can be randomly selected. Now, the next method is non-probability sampling. In non-probability sampling, members are selected from the population in some known random method. In this method, the degree to which the sample differs from the population remains unknown. Non-probability methods include convenience sampling, judgment sampling, quota sampling, and snowball sampling. This we will discuss each of the non-probability sampling method in our next session. Now, let us wind up the session and take rest. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with a self-learning podcast.